Hey, y'all. Welcome to uh, Happy Trails Podcast. I'm going to preempt uh, this episode real quick just to explain something to you guys. Um, and since I'm the guy that edits this, I can do this stuff. And Matt can't say anything about it, man. Right? So we all know about Matt's. If you've been listening, you know about Matt's IT issues. Well, of course, he had some freaking IT issues again this this, this time around. Um, <clears throat> his microphone didn't pick up real well or it didn't connect and he was using a computer right uh, microphone or something i don't know so he's a little muffled i cranked it up as much as i could on the edit and and did my best but please say a prayer for matt and his it stuff and that's all there's a great episode you guys are gonna love it uh, a lot of super information in there enjoy happy trails Bomba data, 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 bomba data. Oh boy, you guys, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Our new intro. Our new intro. Hey, thank you to the Atomic Punks out of Southern California. Let me tell you, these guys are. Awesome. They're Van Halen cover band. I don't know. I think they're better than Van Halen. They know. sounded that sounded fantastic. Dude, are you kidding me? I was like, wow. My buddy cool. Brian King Kong Geller is uh David Lee Roth in the group. Nice. He does the high kicks and everything, man. <laughs> does he? Yeah, he must stretch out or something. I feel a groin doing that. Did, <laughs> I does he do a does he cold plunge though? No, nobody cold no. plunges like me. <laughs> How about you and you and your son, John? Well, all of them. And hey, Anne's even gone in, I think, three times now. Really? Really? Yeah, how about that? Wow. Wow. Are Excellent. you looking forward to that when you come to the house? Yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. me tell you, we uh we went all in and bought the real tub. Oh, did you? Yeah, I ordered it last night. Does it have like a it cools itself so you it's don't need the ice? Refrigerated unit, yeah. So it's like a like a deep <laughs> freezer, dude. Yeah. Man. Because I'm tired of spending ten dollars a day and having to go get ice. <laughs> ice and uh, time and is money. All that time, all that time hey, you spent going to get ice could be. Who's got your money? Who's got your ice? Who's got your <laughs> ice for money? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Well, that'll be good. That'll be all set up and ready to go when I get there here in November. Yeah, you'll be good for November. Hell, we could probably just go in the pool at that point, but who knows? <laughs> Hey, we've had some good weather out there. Nice yeah, you weather. never know. Hey, I like the scruff, man. I like the look. You uh, well, it's um, yeah, off trip. it's kind of annoying, but to me, but uh, it uh, yeah, that was the the biking trip I did last week across uh, Vermont and yeah. with my brothers, uh, two hundred eighty miles, uh, lots of gravel roads we rode on. Uh, it rained a lot of the time, so we had to deal with that. What's uh, Vermont? Well, they, you know, most of the locals said, they said, oh, I'm sorry, the weather's terrible. It's really humid and it rains so much here. What's in Vermont? Like, what's what in Vermont? Known, what are they known for? Maple syrup. Maple syrup. Maple syrup. You should have seen, you, you, we'd be biking on these gravel roads. And you see all yeah. these big foresty areas and all these trees. And there's these tubes running all over the place, miles yeah. and miles of tubes. And we're like, that, I assume that's for collecting sap. You know, and so apparently the sap drains into that, and the sap apparently, I guess, is really runny. I'm like, there's no way they get this much. I mean, you were talking about miles of tube. We're like, really? they really get this much sap, and does it really run? You know, apparently so. 
Apparently it's really runny and yeah, it's, it was kind of fascinating. So I got to research yeah. a little more on that just for fun, <clears throat> but it, it sounds like um, fun. yeah, they have some ski resorts there too. Uh, some smaller ski resorts, but they're, they're uh, fairly well known for East coast for, for skiing. And nice. the people were super nice. That's they cool. were, they were Iowa nice. Did you uh, have some nice uh, food while you were traveling? Um, more so beer. We beer. had some, we had some beer breweries. Food. Yeah. Every beer is a sandwich. That's a, I have a, I have a, a motto that, that says, uh, America, we grow beer. <laughs> yeah. It's real. Yeah. It's a thing. So, so yeah, it was, it was a super awesome weekend uh, or week, week long trip. And always good to be with the, the brothers and have that opportunity to hang with those guys. They're, they're so awesome. We had cool fantastic time so not not everybody's cup of tea though you know hey you know tomato tomato right i mean not everybody cold plunges either yeah you know some people are just stupid and do that <laughs> how's that how's that going what kind of results we got you get so like, here's the results two weeks i measured monday uh only four pounds down which was kind of a disappointment for me yeah but uh four <clears throat> inches lane four inches off of my stomach wow and two inches off of my chest. Dang. So some there's some fat being lost somewhere, which is, uh, you know, when you get as big as me, that's a good thing. So uh, <laughs> I'm happy with that. We're going to see what happens with you each week. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I like doing it. It's a challenge. It's fun. I get to do it with uh, my family. And, you know, they say a family that plunges, cold plunges together stays together. Yeah. I don't right. know if you've ever heard that saying. People. Um, you know, years ago, years yeah. ago, I'm it sure was around, it was a thing a long time ago. And then like, it's starting to come back. You know? <laughs> so what's, jo what's John have to say about it since he's not like huge, he's like a skinny dude. Yeah. But he's, he, you know, he, he gets in for five minutes. I stay in for 10 because, uh, oh yeah, you're up to yeah. 10 minutes now. I got to stay 10 man, because, uh, I need to eat as much of that stuff away as possible. He does it more for recovery, but, uh, Okay. It's still uh it's still good for him. He enjoys it. But uh hey, speaking well, of recovery, welcome back everybody to uh Happy Trails to you. Happy Trails. We're here to talk about uh, multifamily real estate and uh how we can help bring passive income and uh, better income to you and your family. So if you're a dentist watching, so you can get the hell away from the dental chair. And not have to work so much and uh, maybe uh, ease up in the chair or even get away from it completely. But uh, the goal here is to learn together and through anything that we learn and teaching. And this is your first time watching us. You're welcome. And uh, you'll get some information <laughs> and, and you'll you, probably and laugh a little bit. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope so. That's kind of how we roll. We yeah. just kind of off the cuff. We're kind of honest people. We just you know, we, we claim we don't know anything, which we is accurate. <laughs> True. And uh, we're just here to, again, learn alongside you guys too. So uh, you guys certainly can teach us some stuff as well. Hopefully, um, you know, like I said, we'll all grow together and, and uh, change our lives. And that yeah. reminds me of, a, of a, a story quick. I wanted to kind of share uh, well, when I was in, when I was in Vermont, we were at a hotel, we stayed at some hotels, uh, on our route. So we bike from one hotel and, and, you know, bike 40, 50 miles or whatever and stay at a different place. And so we carried all our gear with us. And so we're in this, this fairly nice hotel and I can't remember what town it was, but they had a, like a, uh, kind of a half Starbucks, half breakfast cafe sort of thing. 
you know, they had a Starbucks sign, but it wasn't yeah. like a true Starbucks. Right. And it was in the hotel. So they, they made some food and, and it was nice, pretty nice place. I was like, cool. And so I go up and I order a, you know, a breakfast sandwich or something and, and get a coffee. And the, uh, the lady behind, you know, was, was really nice and polite and very helpful. And she, <clears throat> excuse me. And she's like, um, she goes, well, that'll be, you know, $400 or whatever it was. <laughs> wow. But yeah, no, she goes, that'll be 17 or whatever. And she goes, and if you can spare a little bit extra for me, my life sucks. Wow. That's, and uh, I'm, and I sat fine. and, you know, and she, again, she was really kind of very positive and had kind of a good, you know, feeling about her, you know, good energy about her. And she said that, and I just sat there and I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. two things. Number one, you know, why does your life suck? And, I, you know, and then my second thought was, why don't you do something about it? Right. And, uh, you know, and then I, I'm like, there's such, and it's all, it's all on her. I would say it's a mental block. It's, it's her mental thought process. That's what she's thinking. She's thinking I have no other options. And I, I was, I felt really bad for her because, uh, you know, we just recently celebrated the 4th of July, the land of freedom. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, and all the options we have, and we can do a lot of things, uh, despite our government, but we're, we have, a, we can do, you can move wherever you want. You know, I mean, there's all sorts of, all sorts of options you got out there. And I, I just, I kind of felt bad for her. And I, and, you know, that's kind of one of the reasons we're here is, is to change people's mindsets, maybe a little bit about what's, what's potentially out there for them, what they can do, how they can help their families, uh, help other families, uh, you know, financially. And, and you can, if you want to put your mind to it, you got to work at it and uh get it done but uh yeah that was that was kind of a a, a downer moment for me I, I felt bad for this lady like i said she was a she was a nice looking lady and super friendly and i'm like you know you your person your personality is well i had to i had to get on my bike and ride here i mean so i mean i gave her a nice tip and told her she was great and have a good day but uh you know it'd be nice to uh i mean again it's like I just, you kind of want to help people. Right. And so there's a lot of different ways you can help people. And uh, hopefully this podcast is one of them. You know, there's, there's people out there and you know, this, that, uh, you know, obviously, Hey, can you help me? Cause uh, I don't know how to yeah. help myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, the reality is this is, this is why we started this podcast, Mike. And you know, this, this is exactly why we started. This is how do we help ourselves and each other? And how do we help our friends and outside of the influence of our friends, how do we help other people grow, be better, do better, create some wealth for themselves? I mean, and this is really the avenue that we've chose to do that in. And, um, you know, the real estate is just something that uh, we get to play in and we're fortunate enough and blessed enough to be able to do that. But yeah. because of where we are, we are at in the current dental space, but uh, what a, what a great way to reach other people, man. I'm, that's a cool message. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Check this you guys... out. Now that you say that, this is uh, my uh, my office, my practice consultant. Her name is Lauren Andreas. She's awesome. And uh, you haven't had the privilege of meeting her yet. But um, this is something she gave to me and Anne a while back. So I want you to see this. See if you can read that. Nope. Hang on. <laughs> I wonder if I could get. Now you read it to me. It says what everybody wants I to hear. have control of. 
Oh, okay. What I have control yeah. over. Now watch this. You click the button. It opens up and it's a picture of you. I see myself. And that's it. I have what I have control over. over. It's a it's a mirror. Yeah. You know, because all too often people they just like your friend at Starbucks or the faux Starbucks or whatever you want to call that place, you know, she Debbie Downer, hey, help me because I don't know how to help myself. You know, the only thing you have control over is you. Mm -hmm. And to the degree that you want to up yourself and ante up and jump in the game, you know, that's that's how that's how well you're gonna play it. And I, you know, personally, I get it. I think we all fall into little traps, man. We fall into these little, uh, these little valleys that just, Hey, I'm comfortable here. I don't really care. I don't want to learn anything new. Uh, I'm good. I, right, just, I, hate, right. I hate where I'm at, but I'm good. I don't want to do anything to get any better. And man, yeah. there's just, all of us get through those times where it just something hits you one day and you say, geez, I got a friend of mine, uh, Jeff Anzalone and, uh, Jeff, you know, Jeff Yep. and, and, Jeff had an injury. He's a dentist, had an injury that took him out of dentistry for a while. And he had to, uh, you know, claim his disability for a little bit so he could actually get, get paid. And it caused him to sit back and say to himself, wow, what happens if something happens to me? Like, this is, this is so valuable to us right here. Fingers, you know, our hands. We, lo we lose anything. Our hands, we lose our anything. vision. What happens? Yeah, dexterity. And then we, all of a sudden, we don't have anything. We're in that boat of, hey, help me because I can't help myself. That's why we're in this game. Yeah. That's why we're doing what we're doing. So I love it. I love it. Great, great sedge nice. way, if you will. <laughs> I just snorted. Okay. Hey, I heard it. <laughs> hey, what's on tap for today, Blaine? We are going to talk uh, more about, we, we talked in, in past podcasts, we talk a lot about value add uh, mm -hmm. multifamily apartments, right? Sure. And so, and we've talked some about, you know, as you add value to the, uh, the, the buildings and, and uh, the property, uh, it'll increase in value. So our talk today is going to dive deeper into the specifics of value add, all the different areas that you can add value to uh, on, a, on a complex and, and make it better for the tenants and make it more valuable. So, yes, uh, sir. Yep, that's 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 what we're doing. And you know, I, I was thinking about this because I, I we got a little list down here. I wrote down to prepare so I wouldn't forget things. And I thought, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of other things out there. Um, if any of you guys out there think of something or go, hey, what about this? Fire away. Ask us questions. Send them. Send them to us. And, and you know, uh, we may have heard about that, yes or no, and and have experience with that. And but uh, but we're going to talk to you about all the different ways of. Uh, you know, the property in, in San Antonio that we're both involved in. Uh, we'll talk about some of the things that, that has been done there uh, and a lot of other options too. So, uh, you know, so let's far, far yeah, One of the cool things about syndications is that, you know, the main intention or we get into these things that are called value add. We've talked about that before. Value add just simply says, hey, we're going to add some value to the, to the property, to the apartment, to the complex, to something that's going to allow the community at large that lives there, number one, because altruistically, we all inherently want to help other people, you know, like, like Blake mentioned at the top of the top of the hour. So, you know, that's the whole deal. Part of this is about creating a community that you're going to improve this apartment complex that might be a level B or a level C. And we're going to, we're going to classify it as, as moving up in the world, so to speak. So we're going to add some things. 
It's going to add some value to the property. So that way it actually turns and generates more income for you. Or at the end of the time where you refinance or you sell, it actually is worth more money than the purchase. Okay. And the way that we do that is with value add. Can we add some things to this property that make it more valuable inside, outside, more attractive to other people? But again, the underlying thing that we, we mentioned in most of the podcasts we've talked about is how can we add some value to the people that are living there? Because if we don't generate that, that sense of community and that sense of being a part of something, it doesn't matter if you make the change and raise the rent, they're just going to move out, right? Exactly. The objective is to have people that stay in the complex that actually love what's happening. And they're like, wow, this is something I wish I was able to afford back when I started. I love that we're doing it here and it's only going to raise my rent $50. So yep. I'm in for that. So these are things that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And if they love it enough, they'll invite their friends to come. Yeah. Say, hey, I got this great place to live. Let's uh, come, come, you know, hang with me. So, uh, yeah, that's a that's a great thing. So we're going to talk. I mean, we'll start off talking about some of the stuff you can do to the outside. There's the inside yeah. departments, obviously, and then there's outside and those are the grounds because most most of these buildings and we're uh we're investing in or trying to improve you're talking about uh multiple buildings you know four to ten twenty different buildings uh that are uh you know with the parking lot you know interspersed between them and some grassy areas and and that kind of stuff and and so you know one of the i think first things is basically the parking lot right so how how what kind of shape is the parking lot in and uh, is it concrete as asphalt? Can you, you know, uh, refresh it? Do you need to redo it? Um, it? You know, or stuff like that. I mean, obviously, it just gives a nice look as you drive into the complex. Uh, the first kind of your first impression is what you see in the buildings and what you're driving on and, and some of the landscape. Right. And so, uh, you know, having the parking lot in good shape is is. Uh, uh, I think a, a good way to uh, increase the value. Now it's it's not going to get you better rent, right? But if it looks nice, I think the occupancy is going to uh, to uh, uh, be better because people are going to like the way they feel when they drive in there. Yeah, I mean, imagine you know you're going to buy your your first house. Well, you know when we're all starting out, or whether we're in that capacity to buy a house or not, you still want to live in a place that looks decent. So that's yeah. you know you pull up that curb appeal is is something that's attractive to you, attractive to you or not, you know, and you pull up and you got to, you drive your car to this giant pothole as you're pulling into the <laughs> parking lot that, you know, is tore up and the concretes and sections. And I mean, I'm, I'm instantly going to be personally, I'm going to look at that place and go, ah, I don't know, this is for me. I mean, hell, they can't even keep the outside clean. What does the inside look like? Right, right, right. And imagine what the apartment's going to look like. <laughs> Sidewalk's kind of the same way. If you're, yeah. if you're pushing your baby stroller along, and and you it gets stuck on a on you know some of the side that's because it's all crooked and, and yeah. beat up and there's holes in it or unlevel you know what I mean that's uh, you know that's another or, thing is or you have a really heavy baby <laughs> yeah yeah Your baby's fat <laughs> is that from experience Matt <laughs> oh my mom uh, I don't know she might have said that I don't know whatever. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, and I think one of the things uh, that you've done that we've uh, done down in San Antonio is landscaping. Did mm-hmm. you do some landscape work down there? Yeah, that was big. That was, you know, there was the, the landscaping around uh, uh, the property in San Antonio was, it was run down. You know, the property owner really took no pride in the, in the complex at all. 
which is why when we took it over, it was something that we can instantly bring some pride to the people that live there and building that community. The people that are there now that are re-anning their, uh, their, their rents and yeah. uh, their commitments is, is fantastic because they are inviting friends in. And uh, we've got some long stay nice. tenants in this particular place that have been there for multiple years. So yeah, I mean, obviously if you landscape, put some sod down, put some mulch down, plant some plants and flowers. I mean, it's obviously going to look so much better than, than having spotted grass and water drainage and mud and just stuff, you know, it happens. I get it. You know what I mean? I get oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. I get yeah. it, but it's just neglect. I mean, the simple fact is it's neglect. It's easily fixed and yeah. easily fixing something like that could, could bring attraction for other people to come into the complex. Yep. Yep. So you know, some of the other nice things um, that you can look at, obviously a lot of places, especially down in Texas or Atlanta, Florida is a pool. Yeah. And um, I mean, everybody kind of likes, likes a pool and a lot of these complexes have, have a uh, nice, or, you know, have pools. Right. And so there's different ways. Uh, some of these are, again, are kind of uh, old and run down and the, the, you know, the, the concrete around it is kind of beat up and they have old chairs that have holes in them that are sitting around there. And so you can uh, certainly dress that up. Yeah. I mean, you got a community pool. What's, what's the objective of the community pool? The community pool is meant for the community to use, community. right? But if you yep. have uh, uh, two lawn chairs that have holes in it, no umbrella to sit around at the table, it's uh, 98 degrees. you got no shade. Kids want to get in the pool and you're going to be sitting out there sweating and dying. Then, you know, you don't want to go to the pool. You're like, no, kids, play your games. I'll turn the <laughs> air conditioning up. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, taking pride in that's a big deal. Um, I think, obviously, uh, not only is it uh, pool furniture, it's the inside the tile and things like that. The particular one we're talking about, San Antonio, that we we both have invested in, it was a matter of going in and the, the furniture outside was run down. We had some tiles that were off, the concrete. Just some easy fixes, guys. This is, uh, this is value add. This is taking pride in your, in your complex. Again, not something you're going to raise the rent for, but something that will definitely look forward to raising the rent for because of the community at large. Yeah. I think yep. a big one outside of that, Blaine, is uh, the um, privacy fencing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, privacy a good one yards. that's a really big deal. You know, if you have a complex on the ground floor and let's say you have a pet, you know, that's one of the things that if you automatically, if you have a pet, the rent is obviously higher for those that have pets than those that don't because accidents happen, wear and tear naturally is a little bit more with an animal as opposed to not having an animal. So you have rent that goes up because you have a pet. Get it? Everybody that rents understands that and knows that. But what do you do when you just want to get away from the pet or give them some time? You got to get on a leash and you got to walk cat, dog, pig, rabbit, whatever it is. <laughs> I had a pig. Possum. It was squirt. Name was squirt. Yes. We used, to, we used yeah. to walk squirt around the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. So we put the harness and the leash on. I mean, that's really what it is. So what a pain. What if you could open the door and privacy fence and you had a yard that you were kind of taking care of? You know, what do you get? What would that what would that mean to you per month? I think about it myself and I think, wow, would that be worth 25 bucks a month, 50 bucks a month? Hell yeah. Uh, honestly, yeah. if I could let the dog out and do what do its thing without having to walk it. Yeah, I'd pay money for that. There's people that do that. That doesn't mean every lower floor gets a privacy fence. That means, hey, I'm interested in a privacy fence. What would that cost me? Oh, it only costs $35 a month. Yes. Can we install that in my place? Absolutely, we can. So yeah. there's ways to do that and, and very cost effective and creating a little bit of privacy. Again, that's one of those value adds that's well worth doing. 
Yeah. Yeah. You got to have the room for that. If you don't, I mean, sometimes there isn't a place for that. Um, there's, and people have it. So maybe you just build a big dog park. Uh, you know, maybe you have a bigger area by the pool, uh, where you have a little gazebo or some picnic tables or something like that, where people can gather grills and that kind of stuff, uh, you can put in to make it a community. Um, and then you can, yeah, if, if you don't have the option to do privacy, individual privacy fences, uh, around complexes, you could do a, a bigger dog park. And, and again, then the tenants can, uh, let their dog run and roam around and, and, uh, you know, have some fun get some exercise or their pig. I suppose you could call it a pig yeah. park too, right? Matt? Yeah, you could. You could yeah. call it a dog or slash pig park. I mean, whatever. Did, did, does, did Squirt like to play with other dogs? Uh, you know, I don't remember, but, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't really recall that far, that far back. But anyway, she was mean anyway. <laughs> mean uh, but hey, you know, that's, you know, one of those things is, uh, you know, when you take your dogs to the dog park, do they have dog picnic? Like, do they... The a dog picnic? Yeah. Do they sit down like at the park and do they have dogs? I've never done that. I don't know. Do you have you done that? Oh, yeah. They all, all they all run together and then they yeah. they play with each other and then they chase balls or whatever. And ah. you know, it's 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 kind of like uh, you and I back in college when we would um, go out to dinner. <laughs> I don't know. I'm uh, where are we making going this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway you know you talked about the landscape you talked about the parking lot you know obviously <laughs> one of the big attractives when you pull up to a place in curb appeal is what does the sign look like you know if you've got this little uh you know four by eight piece of plywood that has been hand painted that says spray, yeah spray paint <laughs> happy trails apartment complex all are welcome <laughs> i don't know maybe yeah Maybe we can improve that just a little bit. So that signage change is, is one that is a big deal. You know, and back back 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when they built these B-type complexes, signage wasn't a big deal. Nobody even paid attention to that. So this yeah. is a different day and age. That's one of the first things people see is, hey, can I see this place from the road? And what does that sign look like? Oh, wow, I I like that. That's, that's, yeah. a, that's an entry level. So uh, that's a good thing. So many more options of of types of signs too. I mean, back, again, when they were built 30, 40 years ago, it was wow. kind of wood signs with paint on them, sort of thing. And that was that was kind of the, how they rolled. And now you can get plastic. You probably you can get some probably even uh, um, like electric ones. You know, light up ones. Yeah. Um, if if you want to do something like that to draw attention to your place, and especially if you're near a big uh, a big uh, thoroughfare, right? And and you really want to draw attention, you could uh, do something like that. So. Um, you got to take care of the outside of the buildings too. So uh, the siding, um, whether some of it's brick uh, sidings, there's vinyl siding, there's wood siding, you know, that can all be adjusted, altered, fixed, painted, even, you know, even if something, you know, if something has been painted in 20 years, maybe just a coat of paint is just going to liven it up and, and freshen it up and make it look better. Yeah, for sure. I think I think a big one in places like Texas that we've experienced already. I know when when we graduated dental school, Blaine and Ann and I drove to San Antonio to start her residency and for me to start practice. One of the big things that I really appreciated having was covered parking. Yeah, no kidding. Now there's a lot of complexes that don't have covered parking, but that doesn't mean I'm going to come in and take over the complex and put covered parking for everyone. Right. I might just take sections at a time and put 
10 spaces of covered parking here and 10 spaces here or five spaces here, just to see what happens with that before building more. I think you'll find that not everybody is appreciative of covered parking, but quite a few are. And again, how much more would you pay for rent if you had a covered parking space dedicated to your car? So that way you don't have to pull up and go, ah, oh, there's no spots. I can yeah. park around the back. Reserve. There's, a, there's, a, there's an issue of safety, you know, in the evenings that people think about, you know, I think about Ann if she had to park her car around the corner, the kids, that kind of thing. So again, I, I think having a reserved parking space that's covered means an awful lot. That's another value add. Yeah. You know, actually moving forward, um, you're going to probably have to do some electric parking spots too. So you could do a covered thing. You could put solar panels on top um, mm. and use it as a charger for electric vehicles because every ad I see on TV is for electric vehicles, except it. for, well, even like pickups. I mean, I mean, everyone is all about EVs. So whether you like them or not, and what, you know, there's a question about how efficient they are, but they're coming. They're coming. They're awesome. I have one. I don't. You don't, don't listen to your wife. She, <laughs> she doesn't know what she's talking about. My Tesla rocks, but you know, I have a 69 Camaro. <laughs> I have a 19, I had 2001. It, it eats escape. gas when I just touch the pedal. <laughs> yep. It sure anyway, does. No, you're, you know what? You touched on something that we've talked about before, Blaine. Solar panels. Yeah. Solar panels not only bring energy down to chargers, but let me tell you something. There's tax advantages to having solar. Very there's much tax, so. There's write-offs. Again, yes, this tax is a benefit. Credits. Tax credits. This is a benefit to the patrons and the, and the uh, tenants of the apartment complex. Solar has an advantage to the people that are running the complex. Again, tax credits, anything that's going to help save on the bottom line for you to earn money back, to uh, get a decrease in tax that you're spending, tax expenditure. Let me tell you, that just brings more income to those that run the deal and own the own the place. So those yep. are those yep. are great. Yep. Uh, another thing that uh, kind of on the out outside is, that I've, I've learned about, and it kind of blew me away, you know, easy, 10 bucks a month for valet trash. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, and it just, I mean, like, what? What the heck's that? Mm. But you know how that there's usually a big dumpster down the block at the end of the street or whatever. And so a lot of these people have to walk their garbage, you know, I don't know, a hundred yards down or, you know, 50 yards or whatever to, to get to the dumpster. And, and I mean, it's not that you can't do it, right? But what if you could just put your garbage right outside your door and somebody else would come pick it up and take it over to the dumpster for you? 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month. Is that worth it? Uh, a lot of people be like, yo, yeah. The no doubt. Here. Here's my 10 bucks. Right. <laughs> Can I do that, that right? now? <laughs> Can I do that now? Can yeah, that that's what house? kids... See, that's the problem. That's what kids are for. And now they're all grown uh, up and moved out. So you're screwed. Yeah. Well, that's why the trash is piling up. I, I guess I <laughs> forgot that. Oh, uh, shoot. But I mean, that's that's just something I heard of. And it kind of blew my mind. It's like something so simple like that, that, uh, and you know, not everybody has to do it, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, and and yep. so you just get a maintenance guy who says, hey, every day or every Tuesday or whatever, or, you know, whatever, you go around and do this and and you know, they'll, they'll take care of it. It's again, not that difficult of a situation, but that was kind of a, a 
something that it, I thought was pretty cool. I think, you know, something I've seen in a lot of complexes as well, especially the newer ones is um, storage space, rentable storage space. So yeah, there um, you go. In, in a lot of these complexes that you're looking at for purchase to run the deal, there's a lot of empty space. There's a lot of yard space or parking lot space. What if you were to build a small building that housed storage for five units in that place? Or what if you built two in indoor garages that you had actual garage that you could park your car in if you want to go that far? I, I've seen that as well. Yeah. To be able to store things big enough to put a car in. Those are all value add things that at the end of days and end of times is going to reap some huge reward for those that are putting together the deal. Yeah. So yeah. that's a that's a big, big deal. And you know, for one sure. of those, one of the things on uh that that uh, you can consider on that when when you're doing this, you know, we're again, we're not like making this up like, hey, this is the first time this has ever been done, right? So you can look at comps uh in yep. the area and go, hey, these other five places have garage spaces and they're all rented out all the time. Or, you know, maybe you look at them, you go, there's only half of these rented. Uh, maybe that's not worth it for your area. But if, if other people in that area and your comps are having success at it, it's certainly something you can uh, you can inst- install in your uh, in your units and yep. and help it better. Help it better. Yep. Help it help it better. Yeah, that too. Help it better. Yeah, we're gonna help it better. That's more better. <laughs> that's more Mo- better. Mofo. That's more better. <laughs> That's more better. Hey, you know, somebody to talk about the pool area, the rec area too, is, you know, again, if one of the things is, is to create a sense of community within the complex, you know, what about a gathering place at the pool area or the park area yeah. that Blaine was talking about? Maybe you have some grills. Maybe you have some uh, barbecue grills that are put in place so you can come have barbecues and hang out. You know, again, these are things that people don't have in apartment complexes. Yeah. But, you know, it's not like you're storing your grill up inside your apartment complex unless you have a balcony. And again, if that's the case and your insurance for that's going to go up a little bit, you know, that that kind of thing. So just if you can think about anything that's going to add value, any benefit that's going to be to a tenant, anything uh, rec center inside. You know, we talk about rec center. And what if we rec center, we put treadmills and gym and what if we put some equipment in there that was worthwhile? So people don't have to pay for an external gym. You know, they can they can stay at home and work out here and build a sense of community and use the space that uh, is possibly there. That's another great thing to do. Yep, yep. Uh, anything else on the kind of external part of the you got, Matt? I, uh, I think. You know, I, I really don't. I think you covered everything. I think a rope swing. I think if there's a tree and you have a rope swing. I'm I'm thinking the next the next big thing is going to be um, like a community polar plunge pool. Maybe, right? Maybe. yeah, yeah. Maybe that, that you could just cold plunge with your buddies, um, you know, and lose inches. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one. <laughs> you go first. I'll go next. Can you imagine you're sitting with your buddies? Hey, hey, guys. Let's go cold plunge together. Let's go plunge. Okay, let's go, Blaine's. <laughs> let's turn the cooler on. Turn the chiller on. Make sure it's cold. You know what? I can't wait for you guys to come out. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be like, dude, are we cold plunging tomorrow? We're gonna, gonna be we're, so into it. We're gonna record that and we're gonna put it on our YouTube channel. You're gonna be so into it. I'm telling you, it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. 
<laughs> Happy trails, cold plunge. Yeah. Here we go. Our, our cold plunge is called shrinkage. <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah. What about inside? So we got the outside, right? You pull up, we got all that stuff. What are some things that are going to happen inside the units plane? Well, the number one where people, and this is one of the things my dad taught me, people gather in the kitchen. Mm. I mean, anytime you have people over and you've experienced it and I've experienced it at your house, mm-hmm. we hang out in the kitchen a lot, mm-hmm. right? And, and well, again, that's where the food is. That's where the food is, right? So, you know, maybe in some of these places, you you just want the kitchen to look nice. You're looking at appliances. You're looking at new cabinets. Maybe not even new cabinets, but just refresh them. Paint them. You know, I, I, the trend now is to have everything kind of white or maybe a little off-white. Uh, but you can take a, an old uh, oaky 1980s cabinet, paint it, put new fixtures on it, and make it look a lot nicer. Counters. And, uh, Counters. Countertops, countertops. Probably a lot of those are old laminate things that have totally worn out, right? Yeah. Um, do some granite, do some quartz, uh, whatever it, hot around that area. You know, I, I mean, any kind of a, um, and you don't even have to go that fancy. There's some, there's some sort of, a, oh, there's some other stuff you could do. What I can't remember what it's called. Uh, that isn't quite as expensive as quartz, but it still looks nice. It wears a lot better, better than the old laminate stuff. Yeah. Silicate. I think Silicate. is what you're talking about. Silicate. Is that it? I think so. You can do we'll tile. Go. We'll go with that tile. I did, a t- I did a tile uh, um, countertop in my one house. I did myself. It looked really awesome. There you go. See, I'm you cool. can have a really awesome counter if you have Blaine put his <laughs> skills to work for you. If I, If you want me to do it, um, call me and ask me and I'll tell you no. Okay. okay so next. And next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously the fixtures, uh, the like sink and stuff like that, you know, everybody knows about the 19, again, the, the 20, 40 year old sinks. It's a little faucet that, that comes up, uh, you know, and you can have, I don't even, again, I don't even know what they're called. They, they, you, you just, you guys all know what I'm talking about. Get in a new, uh, a new kitchen kitchen uh sink and uh, maybe the sink itself and maybe just a faucet um well even the sinks have changed man they're they're so different than what they used to be oh yeah touchless faucets you know where you kind of there you go you 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 put your arm up it runs you i mean anything like that you bring in a tech package like that to your sink man i mean people get attracted to stuff they're like oh my gosh you have those in there so yeah yeah that's obviously a, a big big deal uh, yeah, the, the bathroom fixtures is another. If it's going to be in the kitchen, it's going to be in the bathroom. New lighting fixtures, new lighting sink fixtures, bathtub fixtures, all that. Easy, That's so easy, away. easy yes. stuff to easy to change a light fixture, and it just updates and it makes it look so much nice, nicer. It's just it's it's crazy. Uh, yes, I've sir. done that around my house. Yes, sir. Too. But uh, yeah, it's simple. And you you touched on the tech stuff, right? Yeah. You know, the, the faucets that are automatic. Uh, there's also uh, on the tech thing, you also have, how about uh, unlocking your door with Bluetooth? Yeah. Or locking That's your door so with Bluetooth. Now. Yeah, it's huge. Or uh, maybe a, a camera, a door camera. Yep. So, you know, you can see who's out there. Um, if somebody's knocking and selling Girl Scout cookies, I mean, you can go, oh, hey, I like Girl Scout cookies. I'm going to answer this this door. <laughs> yeah. Only if they have uh, the peanut butter ones. Thin mints. 
Oh, well, oh. Thin Mints. No, that's mint. That's not peanut butter. Well, that's Girl what Scout the cookies, the stripes, bro. The zebra stripes. What are those with the, in the coconut? Yeah, what the coconut ones. Those yeah, are badass. Those are so good. I don't know, but those are my favorites. They're, yeah, I think they're secretly a lot of people's favorites. Yeah, I'm not eating those anymore. No. But if, you, but if you brought me a box, they might disappear. What if I eat them in front of you while you're cold plunging? Then, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're a good friend. You're yeah. a good friend for that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, shoot. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, another way, too, inside is uh, rental washer and dryer. You know, there's yeah. some apartment complexes that externally have washers and dryers in one specific place. Again, that's a value add. You can put into one room downstairs uh, a facility that has four or five washers and four or five dryers of which you either pay for it with a credit card in advance. Again, money to the GP, money to the house. Or you can actually rent a washer and dryer for the apartment complex for each individual uh, apartment that wants them. So yeah. you could you could bring that into the uh, tenant as well. Yeah, some apartment complexes have the have the setup to have a washer and dryers, you know, installed in them, uh, and some don't. And so, yeah, we you can you can buy them and and uh, as the owner and install them, and you know, people will pay I don't know fifty bucks a month, let's say, yeah. to to have their own washer and dryer. That way, they don't have to haul their crap uh, three stories down to the community one. And uh, you know, that's a again a nice value add. Again, people pay for modern convenience. Yeah, it's just they, simple. I, anybody listening to this right now, you you know that you're listening to this going, heck yeah, I'd have that. Heck yeah. yeah, I'd do that. Heck yeah, I'd do that. So if you took your existing apartment complex and you did all that to your to your to your place, how much more would you be paying in rent? Two, three hundred bucks. Well, rather yeah. than pay two or three hundred bucks, maybe I'm going to look for this place down the street that actually has those comps included. The rents a hundred dollars more rather than three hundred. A hundred times four hundred yeah. units. 300 units, 200 units, whatever it is, 1,000 units, you can see where the money starts to come in and why they call it value add. Yep, yep. We also got flooring. Don't forget about that. Oh, yeah. Um, when I was growing up in Dysert, yeah, we had carpet in the kitchen. Wow. How about that? Yeah, How cool is that? Cool. It's cool. It, there were little carpet squares. You know so what's interesting if, about that is everybody's kitchen had a different pattern. <laughs> Where they dropped the spaghetti. <laughs> well, ours were, um, they were orange and yellow carpet squares Ooh. and they, it was kind of alternating. Ooh. And so, yeah, so you could, I mean, it had its own and there were patterns on them. So you yeah. could drop spaghetti and it really, you couldn't really tell. Yeah. That's how, that, that was forward thinking back then. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Just uh -huh. individualized, individualized. <laughs> Plus you could just pull one up and put it, another one down. Yeah. Little Johnny yeah. gets sick, eh, yaks in the kitchen. <laughs> Pull it up, put another one down, man. Piece of cake. This is great. I don't know why okay. you changed from that. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is uh, what it should be. So uh, people, uh, most people enjoy some sort of um, either industrial laminate or wood flooring and stuff like that. So you get that in a kitchen. Uh, I personally still like a little carpet because I like my feet to be warm and soft when I'm walking on it. But, you know, most people like a, uh, uh, like I said, a laminate flooring, even in the living room, uh, that kind of stuff. And again, it's so much easier to clean up that uh, I hate clean carpet. So, yeah. And, you know, for not that you ever want to have turnover in your complex, but should you have turnover, 
those are things that make the cleansability of the place so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just long term. Yeah. Long term usage. You know, the other thing is, you know, with these, these vinyl floorings, they almost look like real hardwood. I mean, everything that's that's out there has been made to, to be easy to put down, but have it look so difficult to put down and so rich. You know, it's just one of those things that is an easy, easy value add for any complex. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't the vinyl of, of the seventies and eighties, man. This stuff is awesome, awesome stuff. And I've, I've worked with it and I put it down in a few different areas and it's pretty darn simple to put down. It's not overly expensive. And again, long-term maintenance, that stuff's going to last way longer than carpet. Right. I mean, again, you get a dog in an apartment complex, somebody lives there two, three years or a cat is freaking cat pee smells like whatever nasty nasty but you get a cat in apartment you know you're you're getting rent but you're gonna have to tear that up i mean there's a lot i mean it's just probably gonna happen right but you get some some of that hardwood flooring and stuff like that that's easy to clean much much easier to maintain yeah how many times do you have to clean a carpet before you got to replace it you know that's right which which by the way leads to a little sedge is oh. on the call last night, on the Sumrock call last night, the coach's corner. They were talking about one thing, Blaine, that I don't think you got on and heard. In the no, I wasn't able to. And uh, what they were talking about, I've never thought about this before. So, again, if I own the complex and you're either paying for utilities through the complex itself rather than start your own electric, where you yeah. to call the electric company, what happens when a tenant moves out and you're waiting for another tenant to move in? What happens is you got to go in there, you got to clean the 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 apartment complex or the apartment itself, you got to clean the carpet. You got to make sure everything is cleaned and, and dried and there's no dust and all those different things. Well, what if the guy, the crew that goes in there says, God, it's hot outside. You know what? I'm going to turn the air conditioning down. So, you know, you're in San Antonio, Texas, it's 99 degrees. It's a cool day and they're hot. So they turn the AC down to 65 and they're working in the comfort of that. Yeah. That apartment, and then they forgot to turn it up. So then it sits there vacant for, I don't know, seven days, 14 days, whatever it is, any amount of days. And it's just blowing air conditioning the whole time. That's money. I never thought of that before. And it's wow. because you've got to go in there. You've got to show that, that apartment. You've got to do some other things to the apartment. Again, you're paying for that as a GP, as the general partner or the owner of the facility. That's on you. Again, your management team is going to be the ones that are going to be in charge of that, which is why it's so critical to have a proper management team on each of these deals. So that way they can keep track of all those things. If uh, John's going to go in and clean the carpets of that apartment, we're not turning the AC down to 65, John, you're going to keep that at about 84 (laughs) and suck it up with a rag. I don't know, but clean the apartment (laughs) and get out. You know what I mean? And somebody has got to follow through and check on that. So again, the management team is critical with that or your uh, your uh, boots on the ground person is going to be somebody's going to police that as well. So yeah. what other value there's, adds we got? Uh, you know, sometimes there's like you, you at one point in time you, earlier today, you mentioned there's there's some extra space and that kind of stuff. And, oh, yeah. and you know, if maybe you have a complex and there's a, a really large maintenance area that is just storing junk and doing nothing. Uh, and it's just been there for 40 years and nobody's even paid attention to it. Maybe it's big enough to build it out. You could build it out. You could remodel it, build it out into another unit. So instead of having 120 units, now you have 121 units. 
potentially an extra thousand dollars a month right there. Yeah. So that's, right. that's a, a value add to create more space, you know, just, sure. just being efficient with that. For sure. I know some people, some people have taken fairly large efficiencies. And so if you don't know what an efficiency is, it's basically uh, a, you know, an apartment that has a kitchen in the, the living room bedroom is the same, same room, right? Yep. There's no separate bedroom. What? What? <laughs> yeah. And so if, if it's, if it's set up properly, maybe you put up a wall and a door and then all of a sudden you have a one bedroom versus an efficiency and I mean, one bedrooms rent for more than an efficiency. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's nicer to have a separate, a separate room. And so you can do that if, again, if the, if the uh, layout is, is in the proper shape and, and it works for you and it's big enough, you know, you take 10 units, you convert them to one bedroom so you can get a hundred bucks more a month. That again, that's another thousand dollars a month you're creating uh, for the, uh, for the GP uh, team and the, and the owners. Absolutely. I think, you know, another little value add is, uh, you know, we talked about the complex of pulling up to it, the curb appeal, the, the rental office plane, you know, this is the simplest. Yeah. What, when you step into the facility, you're going to talk to somebody about, Hey, I want to talk to you about possibly renting an apartment here at this complex. Can you tell me more about it? They walk in and it looks like the closet, you know, <laughs> or it's run down and there's, again, maybe the carpet that was in your kitchen is now in yeah, this yeah. place. That's the squares. problem. So we want to make sure that that rental room, that rental space, the management space, uh, the office space looks appropriate for what it is that you're trying to convey rent-wise. So you want to have nice people in there, the management team. You want to have a good-looking facility that when they walk in, they're like, wow, this is phenomenal. That's really why if you've ever been in an apartment complex that's a class A type apartment complex where you walk in and go, wow. I'm at the Biltmore Ooh, House in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah that's why. And yeah. they're doing that because they want you to realize we're here for you. This is what you have potential to live in. Um, yeah. Possibly. So yeah. that's that's yeah. a that's a big deal. That's a big I, deal it is. And, and you go back to our dental offices, you know, we're both dentists, right? Yeah. Uh, and I've seen all gamuts of, you know, dental office reception areas. Uh, mine's extremely nice. And I made sure it was it very comfortable. Gorgeous. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously Matt's is too, because we have, we want to present a nice energy and a nice feeling for people when they walk in. And I've been to some dental offices that, again, look like they're in the 70s. And, you know, what what uh, does that tell you about the work that's done or the people that's done? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But if something hasn't been updated in 40 years and you walk into a dental office, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder what kind of restorative and cleanings I'm going to get here. You know, yeah, so it's again, it's the same thing. You you drive up and and there's a nice new parking lot or the at least it's the lines are painted well. The uh, the landscaping is is well groomed, and you walk into an office and it's well kept and and just you know it doesn't have to be overly fancy, but it's just it just has to look nice and and updated. And uh, that's just, again, that's going to attract the, the type of people to that community that you want. And it's, uh, you know, it's going to make it more better. More better. More better. Hey, and, you know, we talked about uh, having pool parties and barbecues and stuff like that. Hey, just coming off of the 4th of July, which, uh, by the way, happy 4th. We didn't wish you a happy 4th last week because we were near, but 
Happy Fourth to everybody. You know, what do you do on the fourth? What does almost every red-blooded America do on the fourth? Drink. <laughs> Drink and barbecue. <laughs> barbecue. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I everybody, right? So oh, again, yeah. creating some of these events for the complex, Fourth of July hamburgers and hot dogs for the complex. What I mean, just bringing a group of people together that take pride in this facility. You know, trick or treating at Halloween, maybe a white elephant gift exchange at Christmas, whatever it is. There's so many things that can be done to help create community. And again, the altruistic side of wanting to get involved in something like this is not just to make money, it's to give to other people that are in need. And what a great thing to create a sense of community that you helped build. I mean, that's got to feel good inside to help house 200 families, 200 individuals, whatever mm -hmm. it is. It, it feels really good to be able to do that. You provided that housing that they take pride in. All of these value-add things we're talking about are the things that make it worth the rent being a little bit more than what it was before when it was run down and looked like crap and felt like crap. Yep. Bam. So, bam. You said it. You got anything else? Okay. Uh, not at the moment. Like I said, if anybody else out there listens and says, hey, I got some thoughts, hey. um, let us know. You know, obviously we're open for ideas we want to learn here too. So yeah, these are just things sure we've learned and things we've seen. And oh, hey, we've got that uh, that Sumrock event, the AIM NatCon 2023 coming yep. up in August. Anybody that might be interested in learning more about this and jumping on board with Blaine and I and learning more together and being a part of our team, so to speak, big event in Dallas, the Brad Sumrock AIM NatCon. You know what, Matt? You know what I'll do? You're going to throw up a link. I'll put a link. Where's I'll it put a be? link below. I'll right put here. a link below. Click below. <laughs> Click, wait, he's putting I, it over there. Click we're below not let, over there. We all know about Matt's IT issues, and okay. uh, so we're not letting him do that. No. But I think I can probably figure out that that link. Yeah, thing. that'd be great. That'd be great. And uh, Yeah, yeah. So whether it's on uh, Spotify, there should be a link associated with that, or Apple, or or YouTube. Again, I think I think maybe we ought to we ought to get our YouTube channel rolling a little we more. We got to get because, that moving because you know listening to us is one thing, but seeing us, right? And uh, I mean, we're. I mean, we're, look at Blaine. Look at that beard. I got Check I got a beard. Vacation beard. I like it. Vacation dude. beard. I think you need my, to run it for a while. My daughters don't like it. They want so me to what? shave Who it. Who cares? Who cares about your daughters? I don't really like it either. They're I in mean, college. They're in college. They're not at home. Does I don't your know. wife, kind of a, your wife kind of, like it? She doesn't care. She's like, then I go with it. You do what you do. I'm like, you do you. I'm like, oh, okay. I think it needs to be a little longer, man. Like I could see it. Like let go a little more. I, yeah, I don't know. I thought you were going to be cleanly shaven. You got a little. Well, I've been on vacation week. Fluff. You know, here, here's my thing. You're always last, on vacation. Last year, Ann took off for the fourth, the whole week off. I worked the second half of the week. So when at the end of the year, my, my team and I, we got together. We said, well, they're off. So we're going to take the week off too. So we took the week off. Guess Bam. who went to work this week? My wife worked this week and worked this week. <laughs> so I've been home. So just John and I by ourselves. So this is my vacation stubble. I'll be yeah. saving next week. Don't you worry about it, pal. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about that. It's more better when it's shaved. More better. More better. <laughs> right on. Hey, man. So uh, that should wrap up our episode of Value Add. 
Yep. I think yep. Uh, in the coming weeks, we're going to get a little bit more technical savvy on you and probably share some screens showing. Some, yeah. Which some. is why the YouTube channel is going to be uh, yeah. so important. Uh, I think yeah. uh, the YouTube channel is, I think there's some happy trails out there, but this is happy, happy trails, real estate. I think if you search that, uh, that's where you'll, uh, you'll find it. And if I'm, if I remember him as smart enough, maybe I'll put the link to that as well. The link below? Down below, down below. Over Just there. Check and like us. Share us. Remember, we're here to help people. Let's let's uh, share it with your friends. Let us know. I mean, you That's never right. know who might be interested in this. Hey, Whether you like it or not. Again, on the way out, want to give a big shout out to our friends, the Atomic Punks. Atomic Punks, baby. Southern California. Check them out on YouTube. If you're anywhere in Southern California, or maybe even a couple places around the United States, and they're coming to your area, do yourself a favor and go. You will have a blast. Which nice. is different than a Blaine's. Blaine's. Matt's. I'm seeing Blaine's. When am I going to see you next week? You. It's about a week and a half. All right. Yeah. So we're going to podcast directly from, is it Robbins, Iowa? No, we'll be podcasting from Delhi. Oh, Delhi. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Man. see if we can we can roll, uh, you know, with a different background. We'll, uh, we'll be at, at probably at Delhi. Uh, I don't think we can probably do it. Maybe we can do it on the boat. <laughs> I think that's risky. That's but we're gonna give it a whirl, people. Hey, what a great week! Happy Fourth to everybody. Even though it was just uh, past, uh, just want to say everybody, thank you for tuning in. And what do we say, Blaine? Happy trails. Happy trails. Appreciate you guys. Peace. Two, three. Happy trails.